0: I'm going to, I just started recording the video. Cool. Um, all right.
1: So I think we are good.
0: We are, we, we are moving then. All right. Yes. Uh, we are moving doing, at a good pace. Doing a podcast. Somehow. Uh, w- welcome to, well, there's your problem. It's a podcast about engineering disasters with slides. Um, I'm Justin Rosniak. I'm the person who's talking right now. My pronouns are he and him. Okay. Uh, go.
2: Liam, oh yeah uh, in case you're wondering where we have murdered Alice, unfortunately uh, yes. everybody, uh, she is dead. We
0: wanted uh, more we of have, the Patreon money.
2: Yeah, we yeah. are greedy uh, bastards, so from now on it's just Liam and Roz until yeah. I uh, begin the coup uh, and I seize the radio stations. Alice is not feeling well which is why it's just the two of us and we, uh, my name is Liam Anderson. I'm very tired. My pronouns are he and him. And we have a guest.
1: Hello, guest. Woo. Thank you. Uh, my name is Nick Marcille. Uh My pronouns are he and him.
0: And, and, and what we have in, in front of us on the screen is a man making a strange expression.
1: Yeah, what's going yes. on with his glasses? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that, that's a good question. I think they're very fogged up uh, from the heat emanating out of his body, from the rage of what is going on.
2: Yeah, I, he just, I, I hope it's not, what was the columnist that got that got in trouble because he wouldn't stop jerking it?
0: You know uh, what I'm talking about? Uh, from CNN?
2: Yeah, Jeffrey Tobin. Yes, yeah. yes. Hopefully Gosh. we're not having a, a Jeff Tobin moment here. <laughs> uh, we can only hope. We can only hope. Uh, Nick, you're going to have to do you're, some you're, of this. You're going to have to do no, some of, course. of this. Some, no, what I, need, I, I what just are didn't we know if there was any today? additional
1: banter. My apologies. No. <laughs> so
2: kick yeah. him off. Get him, get him off.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Oh, no, no. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so we are talking about and let me do this because my headphones are stupid. Uh, we are talking about PASHI, uh, which is the Pennsylvania state system of higher education. Um, and I, I think that it's Very. Uh, very well timed of when we're doing this. And also uh, very, a, a very interesting topic as a whole as I think it sort of uh, adds off of what some of you all had talked about in the college bonus episode, um, as well as uh, I, I, I will tie it into some other sort of like engineering or like urban planning things that you all have said previously. Feel free. Next slide. Yeah, and just to say fun. that was the chancellor of the state system who is. Daniel Greenstein, which I will talk about a little bit later.
2: Oh, uh, is he one of ours? I don't want him to be Jewish. <laughs> maybe I could, I could sit next to him at the next meeting.
0: I um, but of course, first we have to do the goddamn news. Um, we don't, do have, have a news sting because Alice is here. yes, yeah. Okay.
2: Oh shit, that's not good. Yeah. Oh no, it's says probably fine.
0: Yes. Um there was a a, a a pipeline burst in the Gulf of Mexico, causing a giant column of flame to rise out of the sea. This
2: looks like something out of a goddamn video game.
0: I I was uh it's definitely a definitely a hell of a um uh incident, hell of a shot, I gotta say, yeah. It's <laughs> definitely one of those things which is, you know, just a nice visual uh metaphor for um uh the state of the world you know <laughs> we set the we set the ocean on fire
2: yeah we <laughs> we pulled a Cuyahoga.
0: yes for, for a whole, uh, yeah.
2: For a whole uh, ocean yeah dude it's not fucking rules no, soon we could have a new addition to the x games we could have fire surfing dude you don't want to go fire surfing it sounds dangerous oh yeah but it's you know we we will be safety third
0: well, you, you have to, you, ha- you have to have, you know, one of the issues with, like, extremely dangerous blood sports like that is, you know, you, you it's really hard to develop talent, because if you screw up, you die.
2: Yeah, I'm on the fire-surfing scout team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is, um, I
0: why I don't have limbs anymore. Probably Roman gladiator battles sucked, because so many of them died. Um, yeah, before yeah, they, they have, had, like, like, a farm system? I... Think they might have actually.
2: That would honestly be kind of tight. Playing single league, single single A ball at like a tiny little coliseum.
0: I think uh, I think it would be. Uh, it definitely would be. That could be a subject for a future episode. Would be gladiators. Did they suck? Um. Anyway. Yeah, I only put I only put one piece of goddamn news in this week. Even though we keep getting bombarded with goddamn news. Yes, honestly.
2: It, the world is exploding, and things are bad. Mm-hmm. And I, yes, we know, there's stuff we didn't, we didn't put in that you sent us, and we're sorry.
0: There, there's Again, elite, there, was, there was at least one more giant explosion in the sea. Yeah. Um, I, I think in the Caspian Sea.
2: Dude, so how do we have 15,000 unread emails?
0: They're all anyway. from Patreon.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, listen, we don't, listen, listen, I... Mm. Anyway, moving swiftly on to. uh, Okay. All right. Here it is. Here's Pennsylvania, the greatest state in the Union. It's a commonwealth. It's shut up, dude. Uh, I don't even have the energy to mock you. Uh, We're doing great. Doing great. All right. Nick, uh, go. Th- th- yeah. Tell us what so, we're looking um, at here. To, to give faster, a- faster.
1: <laughs> so, one, <laughs> <second>. <laughs> to give
2: some background on patchy, back.
1: <laughs> There are schools, and they are higher education institutions. Um, so, yeah. So, th- this is sort of a map of uh, Pennsylvania. As, as as was said, it is a wonderful mm-hmm. commonwealth or state, pick your preference or poison. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Pashi, uh the Pennsylvania State System of Higher Education has 14 uh state-owned institutions. This does not include Penn State, Pitt, or Temple or others. Lincoln, you could say Lincoln. Yes, that that too.
2: Yeah. Um, they're weird. They appoint their own chancellors. I am a Temple boy. And uh we and we're not obviously this map does not include Temple branches, Pitt branches, Penn State branches uh so there are honestly more schools than just this, but they are state related. So basically, like you say in the slides, they're sort of private public hybrids. They get, st- they get funding from the state, but there's basically no oversight, which is how you get a um, a, a Penn State locker room situation. Th-
0: this is this is, is how you have um this is this is where you have those confusing names like Indiana University of Pennsylvania and California University yes. of Pennsylvania, right?
1: Exactly. And, you know, to say of some of the history of uh, these institutions, a lot of them were founded as normal schools, which sounds really weird. Um, but they, they they were teachers colleges, basically. It most sounds of them. pretty
0: normal to me, not weird at all. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, better than an
0: <laughs> abnormal school.
1: Oh, true. oh my gosh. That, that, that would be interesting, like abnormal at Kutztown University or something. Oh,
2: Kutztown's abnormal, buddy.
1: Well, sure. <laughs> the bar, um, bar entrance to uh, members of the Odd Fellows. Um, oh, those fuckers! Yeah. <laughs> and they're tiny
2: little tanks.
1: Wow. You know, to also say some of them were like originally seminaries, which I find is interesting. Like Clarion or Mansfield or Cheney was originally a trade slash agricultural school, um, and then uh, originally uh, the name African Institute, then Institute of Colored Youth believe uh, and it's the oldest uh, african-american institution of higher learning um also it was a part of a civil rights lawsuit back in 1980 uh, for historic underfunding and they got uh 35 million dollars how, how many xboxes is that
0: um good oh, question I,
1: well, alice usually I does
0: the math on these yeah fair. Uh, <laughs> i got
1: it i
2: got it 35 <laughs> uh, uh. how much is an xbox we'll say 300 dollars that's aren't, aren't the new Xboxes
0: really expensive?
2: Probably. 116,666 Xbox. And uh, that's, wow. that's not bad. That's better than the disaster victims normally get.
0: This is true.
1: Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. Sad. Um, okay. So to to briefly say, uh, basically there was the normal school act of eighteen fifty-seven, um, and it brought uh like you know these institutions um you know, to be like established in a sense as like teachers, colleges in a way. Um, and then in uh, what was it in 1921, uh, there was a configuration of the 14 sort of like state institutions was established. But it wasn't until 1983 when they were all made state colleges or those uh, state colleges were sort of like made into universities and they were all under now what's called Pashi. Um, In 1983, which the purpose and I will reiterate this again because it is something I don't feel like people actually understand it, that its purpose shall be to provide high quality education at the lowest possible cost to students. Do we do that now? No, no, (laughs) no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So feel free. Next slide. Uh, so I just wanted to share some. Oh uh, hell
2: yeah, the fight Marlboroughs! Oh my god,
1: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, so um, here here is some uh, you know beautiful patchy designs uh, for your praise or critique.
2: What is Cal's what what what's Cal U's mascot supposed to be?
1: Um. Oh now now I forget and I f- I feel bad for forgetting. Is I sh- he just I sh-
2: holding a hammer he got at the Home Depot?
1: I wait. I think it's like the va Vat now saying like Valcan no, I can find it. I, I'm spacing now, all as well. Yeah, but, but but just to they're the Vulcans. Oh, Vulcan. Thank you. That's why I was like Val. No, thank you. Um, but yeah, so the the, the top left is uh the ESU logo. I'm sorry, the Marlboro uh logo, and then yeah. uh, you, you see the ESU logo that they recently did. Um and then, yes, there are the Vulcans. And then on the right, um, so I, I attend Westchester University. Uh, that, that's a building at Westchester University. I'll let people decide for themselves whether or not the infrastructure was made in a certain way to well, show certain things. What
0: it appears to be is an academic gothic cock and balls. <laughs> Big old dog. <laughs> yeah. my, my, you have balls, but they're pointed arches. Is that not how they're supposed to look? Uh,
1: I yeah. see a doctor. You know, I they, see a doctor. Oh, no! They, 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 they did what they did. Um, I mean, it is an interesting building because it is uh supposed to be very like environmentally like friendly, sustainable. Um, I, I was a tour guide, and we always said it was like, what was it, gold certified, like by lead or whatever oh, it is, boy. which is boy. environmental stuff that I'm sure you all know more than I do.
0: That could be a whole episode. Uh, the lead system. That would be a
1: good episode. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't. I really would like
2: beyond the the obvious cock and balls, and then you know the window tumors on it. I don't love how tiny the windows feel like they are. Well, see, the the thing like is, like you, you got you these got
0: big tumor window balls. Well, you got the you got the bay windows; those are nice and big. I mean, one of the things about lead certification is you know you need energy efficiency. One of the best ways yeah. to do energy efficiency is to have smaller windows.
1: And, you know they, they do have it facing whatever way to basically make it be like oh we're taking in as much sunlight as possible and they do have like a sunroof or whatever for part of it or like a skylight I mean um yeah that'd be wild if a building actually had a full sunroof that'd
2: be tight oh yeah uh, it's, it's just like one of the domes yeah yeah really really they should start calling it not not even dome stadium just sunroof stadiums
1: mm-hmm. moon well you can go to the next slide okie dokie so I, I have this picture, um, and I'll, I'll let you both guess of who is is there.
0: Well, this uh, looks like Richard Nixon. That is yes,
1: Richard
2: Nixon.
0: That this it is this looks like my pre calc teacher in high school. <laughs> and then <Yes>. yeah.
2: <laughs> he I you know, it's this other guy looks like a vampire. This is true. Wh- which one? The guy on the left? The guy on the left looks like a
1: fucking
0: vampire. So is
1: the guy on the right a werewolf? Uh Uh, yeah, go look at those sideburns. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) hella
0: sideburns, yeah.
1: So 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 Nixon was in Twilight before it was a thing. I Uh, no, actually actually not. Uh time uh Nixon's back. (laughs) All right. So so the reason why I have this slide is because it 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 sort of ties into a lot of the stuff that I'll be talking about with uh Pashi and like you know why I'm here and what I'm here to talk about. So way back when uh the The guy on the left uh, his name is uh Lewis Powell jr who he became an associate justice of the Supreme Court by Nixon um before he was uh, appointed to the court, he had been a corporate lawyer uh as well as helping tobacco as uh, the director of the uh, uh, of the board of Philip Morris, which was a cigarette manufacturer nice
2: oh yeah that's who yeah, that's who I want running my schools. <laughs>
1: But um, so this guy, um, a while before he was appointed to the court, and it wasn't even provided to uh, like Congress, uh, who was you know like voting on him, right? um, Was this thing called the Powell memo? Just to see, do either of you know what the Powell memo is, or have either of you heard of it? I have not. Okay, so it is as. I have been told, and I very much agree, like one of the most influential documents in terms of like neoliberalism, uh, you know, from like, you know, if we say the precipice of it, you know, was like the 60s, 70s, you know, whatever you sort of want to say like that, that sort of basically set out the idea that, um, you know, we need neoliberal logic because business is the one that's running the show. Um, right. it like explicitly in the Powell memo it states one of the bewildering paradoxes of our time is the extent to which the enterprise system tolerates if not participates in its own destruction the campuses from which much of the criticism emanates are supported by one tax funds generated largely from american business two contributions from capital funds controlled or generated by american business And then the board of trustees of our universities overwhelmingly are comprised of men and women who are leaders in the system. So he was writing this memo basically to business leaders to sort of say, hey, you should understand that it's your money that is funding these universities where there's activism happening. And uh, you have the right to shut it down and say, hey, that's my money.
2: Is this a response to the free speech
1: movement? Ah, uh, yeah, I would, okay, I would argue. Okay. okay, I forget exact the exact year. I don't have it written in my notes. My apologies. I well, was thinking
2: seventy one at Berkeley. Yeah, Uh yeah. So, well, we have I to imagine. we have
0: to stop these students being indoctrinated into Marxism by the professors, exactly, and start indoctrinating them into Marxism through crushing debt.
1: Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> but yeah, so second one
0: line. works better and sticks longer.
1: <laughs> well, yes, and I'll sort of show that here somewhat, but so you know, to explain of how we've sort of continued from then of that logic is we've continued to defund higher education as well as education more broadly, as we've probably seen, but you can see sort of in the top left it shows a graph where um, it basically shows the percentage of funds that the university like uses um, and the yellow line is tuition fees and other sources. And then the green line is appropriations from the state legislature. So basically the yellow line is like, this is what the percentage that students are paying or we're getting via like private donations or whatnot. And then the green is like, this is the percentage that we're getting from the legislature to like actually operate the schools.
2: This is the graph that when your parents say, oh, well, school used to be so much cheaper, and I could go from then, 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 then. I mean, my dad went to UMass literally for free because he lived in the state. I, like, I don't understand the with all the emphasis, you know, and, and you can make, I think, a bad faith argument, like, not a, not a bad faith argument, but, you know, you hear the argument, oh, everyone should learn to code, but, you know, the counter of that being, like, you know, uh, that drives down wages and so on and so forth. But, like... The demand for college degrees isn't going away. I don't understand like why you would make that path harder, or like Joe Biden fucking saying he would, you know, forgive student debt and then just ah, not doing it. That's yeah. a
0: joke. Yeah,
2: we're <laughs> like joke Biden. Ah, uh,
1: wow, wow. Thank you. You're welcome. So yeah, b- basically showing with that, and then also the graph at the bottom left, uh, which shows, and I know it's very hard to read. Uh, but basically, that's the amount of like state appropriations adjusted for inflation that uh, PASHI has received uh, from I think it's the year 2000 or 2001, uh, which basically from then till now, we've had like a 31 percent decline uh, in, in in the amount of money that we've gotten. Mm-hmm. Um So, you know, just sort of showing the continued disinvestment from the state because we've basically transitioned in PA, which ranks 48th in state funding for higher education. Hell yeah. Yeah. Who who do we beat out? Um, Oh, gosh. I I, I don't think we beat out Arkansas, which is sad. Um, But maybe it was Alabama. I forget.
2: We probably don't even beat out Alabama because they have, like, they fund that university real fucking well. Yeah.
1: It's sad. But... Roll Tide. So, yeah. And then, um, you know, sort of showing of how uh, in the top right, uh, there's this thing called SHEO, which is the State Higher Education Executive Officers Association, which just recently put out a report uh, basically saying, um, yeah, the reason why students aren't attending your universities or the reason why graduation rates are down is because of the lack of state investment. Who would have thought?
2: Damn. That's crazy how that works. Yeah, i I had no clue. I didn't, yeah, it's
1: uh, it's death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, literally. Exactly. So you know, with that, you know, I, as I'll say, it, like continuing down this path has led to decreased enrollment, decreased revenue, declining grad and completion rates, and you know, we've also continued to not really fund like student financial aid. Now, mind you, I, I think all of us here are more for college for all rather than saying. Uh, yeah, we're going to means test our way with financial aid to solve the problems. But uh,
0: I've, I've, I've just started saying people should not go to college.
1: That's <laughs> actually what I've also started doing. I, I, I really don't blame you saying that, but at the same time, I, you know, we'll see. So, go ahead to next slide. Mm-hmm. This next slide uh, sort of shows uh, some some beautiful buildings, and and there's a reason why I'm showing beautiful buildings, and it's because but the lack of continuous funding means that you need other things to try and attract students, such as like fancy new dorms, residence halls, rock walls, like you name it, right? And those cost a lot more money, which, you know, you could say you're attracting some students, but with the increased amount of money that you have to pay with like fees and things, it's, it's really turning away a lot of students because of this increased price. And it's also saddling students and faculty and staff with debt, because it becomes institutional debt, which instead of saying, we're going to have the legislature help us pay for it, no, we need to right-size these institutions in order to pay for these buildings that we don't need. Doesn't even make any sense.
0: I was about to say, you get this fancy, fancy pool over here for, yeah. like, what, to enjoy the beautiful climate of Lockhaven? Haven.
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> just, exactly.
0: I hope it's
2: hated.
1: <laughs> and eighty four
2: percent vacancy. Eighty four percent. Exactly.
1: Huh? Yeah. It you know it's 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 kind of crazy, but like it it really is a cycle, and I would say it it goes back to sort of like the neoliberal logic in the sense of having like business like come in to do things because at a lot of these universities we basically have nonprofit foundations through like the alumni association or whatnot. Like I know at Westchester, there's the Westchester University Foundation, you know, whatnot, which they were the ones who basically manage the like new residence halls at Westchester. Right. And I, you know, I think that that's fairly similar across the system from what I've seen and where they're the ones who manage it. So of course they want to have more buildings to be able to like make more money but there's not necessarily as many students out there to do that but of course for anyone who's building these buildings they're like yeah i'd rather have eight instead of four that i'm building that gives me yeah. more work so yeah i,
0: I will say and then this the is, right
1: is at esu oh go ahead rob
0: this is probably, probably. nice in the summer the pool yeah except yeah. you know when, that's when not the kids are when there the kids obviously. are not there yeah <laughs> yes yeah.
1: exactly which is of course now sad all right next slide. So, um, <clears throat> now, with this whole thing, with Pashi, it has to be run by people. And, of course, just like any democracy, not, we like to use democracy, right? And, and elect people? Is oh that boy. what we do for this?
2: No! no. We appoint no. a board of government. 20 people! 20 people. That's That's too many people.
1: Yeah, so... You can look through the list. There is the governor. So that's someone who is elected, like in a sense, or his designee. Um, There's the secretary of education. And then there are four from four people from the legislature, two senators, two reps and like two Republicans, two Dems. And then 11 members who shall be appointed by the board or by the governor, sorry, uh, with the advice and consent of the Senate. Uh, And six members have to be residents of the Commonwealth and five uh, that shall be selected by uh, like the various trustees. So basically at every single university, you could almost like imagine there's like a similar board in a sense. And they're like a council of trustees of usually people who have, you know, businesses or, you know, maybe they're politicians or who, who knows who are appointed to like help oversee the university in a sense at like, you know, these various areas. And then there were three, which this is like very new. This is, uh, only from July, 2020. There were three students. Yay. Oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and, and also, I mean, I I feel bad because Alice isn't here, but I did notice, um, it, it, it says the governor or his designee or the secretary of education or his designee, and I thought that was sad.
0: Here, here, here's what I'm concerned about.
1: Yeah, A student's
0: yeah. term shall expire upon graduation, separation, or failure to maintain good academic standing.
1: Bad yeah. kids! Bad, bad you, students you you need, need some, representation yeah, too, need, damn it!
0: You need some C-minus C- students on the board. Those, That's those, bullshit! Yeah. <laughs>
1: and you know the students so like th- they just started having students from a year ago and I'll, I'll i'll get into it a little later but they just appointed two new students cuz two of the three just graduated but of course these students primarily or at least originally had to be student body presidents now they took that away but like generally they're going to be students that are picked from student government now i will say i was in student government for a year But at the same time, I don't always think students from student government are always the best representation of the entire campus.
0: Oh, yeah, because they're nerds.
2: Yeah, they're (laughs) nerds. (laughs) Or people who know people. They're not representative. Yeah.
0: Exactly. The the Drexel student government got really mad at me because I pointed out in an editorial in the newspaper that they, they, they had no power to do anything. Uh, they, wow, the, they were yeah, very, they very, very, didn't. very mad, very mad <laughs> to have course. that pointed
1: out. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, go figure. But so, you know, and, and to reiterate with this board, yeah, they are appointed um, and generally are, um, you know, I, as I'll say, generally have interesting other interests um, and generally are not your normal everyday people in any way. Uh, so next slide, please. So this is the uh, chairwoman of the board of governors. Um, I myself and my best friend, uh, we we did some digging. Uh, we found this uh, document, I guess, from her, like it was on the Pashi site, and it was some like interview or whatnot that she had had. And like within it, there was like her talking about how she would have been a great spy, and she wanted to originally work for the CIA. I, I find that interesting. Oh boy. Yeah, um, but 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 Watergate turned her away, and her parents who said, "Don't do it." That doesn't even
0: make sense. See, what? this this is I, I I respect her even less that she let her parents talk her out of working for the CIA. Like it's already pretty bad. You want to work for the CIA, but then mom yeah. and dad say no, and you're like, "Oh no, I'm not gonna you, not gonna work no, for the CIA." No, go do it, now. you pussy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. So and, and then another very interesting thing is the fact that um, we found a Podesta email. Um, and oh boy. Uh, do, do, do you both remember John Podesta? Yes. Oh, yeah. So th- this is just a portion of the email, but it says, well, I can't do public fundraising. I hope that I can be helpful in other ways. By way of background, I'm on the board and exec committee of the Jewish Federation of North America and active in Jewish community philanthropy. On the secular side, I was a major fundraiser for Governor Tom Wolf and served as his vice chair for, tran- for his transition team last year. Was just confirmed by the PA Senate to the PA State Higher Ed System Board. At least our PA legislature could get that done. Hmm. But, yeah. Um, and and also to mention that she is the president of the Shapira Foundation, um, which is leading the development and implementation of the foundation's philanthropic. Phil- phil- initiatives um, as well uh, she was appointed uh, by Governor Corbett to the PA Commission on Women um, Wu mm. and then um, what was it oh and then also yeah as she said in there uh, part of Governor Wolf's advisory board on education and workforce development uh, she was in 2017 a distinguished daughter of PA what does that even mean I was
0: about to say
1: yeah, I I, 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 know. I like looked at it for a second, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is just like you know, everyone, and you do things because you have money. That's nice."
0: It's, it's, it sounds like the daughters of the Confederacy, but for Pennsylvania. Does she have, so does she?
2: So does she have any fucking back? Like, I'm trying to read her In education. No. Oh. Okay. Oh, she worked at KP, KMPG. Is it K P M G? Wait, what? People so she went she went to
1: Wellesley. Oh yeah. Oh god. Of her, course she went to her Wellesley. Husband, her husband is part of uh like one of the families or whatnot that owns Giant Eagle. Oh uh, my god. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it all it all comes back to regional grocery store chains <laughs> in the of course.
1: end. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um all right, next slide. So These are just a few of the other uh, Board of Governors, Um, and, you know, there are others uh, that that I might mention a little bit later, but um, I'll I'll just share uh, these interesting fellows. Um, So (laughs) in the top left is David M. Mazur, who he is the vice chair of the Student Success Committee, um, and he he is of counsel of Cohen and Milstein, some like law thing uh which they're nationally known oh yeah they're a nationally known securities and consumer class action law firm uh so got got great people yeah um
2: again none of these people i assume have any background in education
1: uh yeah exactly (laughs) right that's and they say that faculty Cannot be on the board because that would be a conflict of interest
0: that's insane that's fucking crazy
1: they, they, no they should be allowed to
2: fucking advocate for themselves yes uh-huh, you, you
1: would think, but of course they they don't want that
2: also i want to I want to say I'm reading this i don't even know what this there's a bio on uh, Pashy's website about Sydney uh, Shapira where she's talking about uh uh, I lost. What she was talking about we have to like basically do better fundraising because that's where we get the funding now. As opposed to like, I want to advocate for us actually getting the fucking money we need from the state.
1: No, because we don't, and I'll I'll talk about that in like just a few. But it, yeah, we we really don't as a state, and that's exactly why we are like forty seventh or forty eighth like the past couple of years in terms of state funding, and it's it's a just it, it's it's just a disgrace because like. You would, you would hope to yourself that we could at least be like better, like, like at least average, or maybe at least like, I don't know, like 40th or something. Not hard, but yeah. Um, oh yeah. And then, uh,
0: he, he's a Philly 3.0 guy.
1: Exactly. He's a founding member of that. Yeah. I do not do. do, do you, both of you know more about that than I. I assume it's, yep. it,
0: they're sort of uh, they're like uh uh I don't know if you would describe them as like an urbanist advocacy uh, organization. Uh, I could see that. Um, sort, sort of, of, but they're, they they're sort they're, of they're also in you know that they, they, they're, they're 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 sort of corporate backed good government people. You know, in in the old fashioned sort of good government way, I guess. But you know, not not in like you know it. It, it it's your standard corporate progressivism, I guess, what you would call it. You know, it's like it's like eh, you know, we're 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 trying to be all these, we're trying to do all these like nice progressive things while actually, you know, r- tinkering with uh, you know, tax credits and stuff, so that you know we have uh we we can have a, a policy outcome that we think is good despite the fact we're not actually really doing very much at all. Um, and of course, one of the fun things is they're all. You know, this is they're nominally urbanist. Right. But all the money comes from a parking company. Um. <laughs>
1: that's yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Um, and, and also for folks, I, I'm reading off of their website. It says we are leading an initiative to eliminate the city commissioner's row office and producing research on pension on the pension crisis, our tax structure and the impact of municipal regulations on business creation.
2: Well that's uh, that sounds suspicious as fuck. Yeah. yeah.
1: I uh, wait now now I forget if that's actually from that or if not, it's from some like Philly mag ar- mag article called Secretive New Nonprofit Aims to Upend City Council. It might actually be some
0: uh, but... they, uh, they put up uh in my neighborhood they put up a whole crap load of signs for uh Jamie Gothier um who is our new city councilor from West Philly. You know, I, I was on the Janny Blackwell is obsolete train as much as anyone else. But once all those signs went up, I was like, Oh my God. Maybe, maybe, maybe we don't want this. Am I making a mistake?
1: But um okay, so and then at the bottom is uh Samuel H. Smith, uh who is the vice chair, chair of the audit Where are his lips? Uh yeah. That's 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 a good question. Um, well, here, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll give some context of where they probably went. So he's the former Republican state rep and former uh, speaker that House from 2011 to 2014. So maybe it's from like I don't know, talking so much and saying things, and then it's like, okay, yeah, your lips are gone.
2: Talking about how hate crimes aren't really crimes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> also, he's from Puxtoni, PA. Uh, oh boy. So he has
0: the, uh, he has the groundhog's ear.
1: Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe Maybe he has its mouth, too. I
0: think, the, I think the groundhog is in charge of the seasons, though. That's the thing. I, I don't think he has very much influence over Punxsutawney Phil himself. Um, I think... Oh, Punxsutawney yeah. Phil does what he wants, Roz. Yes, this is true.
1: And then, um, on the right is uh, a, a newer board member, William Gindelsberger. Uh, he's oh, a boy. founder and chairman of E Link Solutions. This
2: dude is a vampire. This dude is a hundred and ten percent a vampire. Print
0: Buyer's Suite. What? Well, I'm I'm just reading the logo here. E links print, buy- uh, print
1: Buyer. Print wh- Buyer. Yeah. What is this? So thing why the hell do? are these people on the board? What are they? They're just. I don't exactly. I it. Can I tell it? Like it's just so infuriating in that way, and the, and I haven't even talked about the chancellor, and I'll there in like a couple minutes. But um, but but also to mention, uh, he he had a quote at the Board of Governors meeting, which I just I loved so much at, at one of the meetings. He said, the problem is we don't have any money. True. We are decreasing amounts of students. And yet we still have this obligation in my years in business. I've done a number of things, one of which is to consult for organizations that are having difficulty. Generally, when we have an organization that's having difficulty, it needs to cut its costs and increase its revenues. That sounds a lot like us. So when we cut to the cheats, that's what we need to do. The problem is that when you do either of those things, let alone both of them, that is, when you cut costs and raise revenues, then you have to make a change, and change is difficult.
0: Oh, boy. I don't like that. I
1: don't like that. I don't like business speak in returns. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ju- just wait till we get to the chancellor. Uh, next slide, please. So here's the chairwoman. Um, the the Zoom uh like transcription um anytime that it was stated Chancellor uh Dan Greenstein or like you know or just like said the word Chancellor it said cancer. So That's there was funny. this beautiful uh-huh. screen clip. <laughs> Yeah, it says so with the arrival of Dan Greenstein is our cancer. Oh boy. Uh yeah, just funny. Um and then we have uh j- just to add a little bit more fun in this. Uh this is the former chancellor before Greenstein. This is Frank Brogan. Uh he was actually Jeb Bush's lieutenant governor. Um and he then became Great. the president of the Florida Atlantic Univer Florida Atlantic University, then chancellor of the State University System of Florida. Then he became Pesci Chancellor in 2013, and then he was a Trump appointee as Assistant Secretary of Education for Elementary and Secondary. Yay!
0: Obligatory photo with large bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was
1: that
2: him hugging Jeb? Yesterday? Yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. Wow. I Doesn't Jeb just
1: look like, I, like, I don't even know.
2: <laughs> I want to kick this guy down a flight of stairs.
1: Fair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> gosh. All right. Next slide, please. So to, um, to to now somewhat start talking about the chancellor of the state system, um, this is Chancellor Greenstein, who we saw originally uh, with weird glasses or fogged up glasses and uh, an interesting facial expression. Um, he is formerly uh, he, he worked for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation as right. the director of post-secondary success.
0: Fantastic. So he's just a ghoul. Yeah, he's a ghoul. Right. Um you could say. Probably probably has been to the Epstein Island. <laughs> Can't say for sure. Yeah. Can't say. He he could
2: he might not have been, but uh you know, there's he, always he, that he,
0: chance. He's we definitely don't know. he's he's definitely hung around a lot of people who went to the Epstein Island. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So um it, just also to add a little bit more background, he began his academic career as a lecturer at uh, in modern history at Glasgow University in Scotland.
0: Oh my God! Unfortunately, we, oh. we are missing Alice.
1: Yeah. Um. He, he also was a fan of uh, Celtic poetry. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Okay. And then he also got his me- bachelor's and masters from University of Pennsylvania
0: oh uh, and then, and then, Boo he, this and then man. he went to
1: oxford great yeah and then he um, went to oxford um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and this this man um during the most recent emergency board meeting he said i am a student i'm a student of the early american republic oh shut the fuck up shut no. the fuck up
0: I, I i i love i i love all the founding fathers except thomas Paine. um we don't talk about that guy. <laughs> Sometimes
2: I sneak into the crypts of George Washington and I rub myself against it.
0: Oh my god!
1: <laughs> okay, and then um, he he's also uh, an enthusiastic cyclist, um, w- which is interesting. He he usually tries to visit the Pashy schools and like goes for a bike ride. I hate him. Oh my god! <laughs> um, and then he also has a blog. I don't consider anyone reads it. It I. Yeah, I don't understand why you need a blog and why it's yeah. Um, and then at the top right, uh, basically I, I was listening, um, to this podcast that he was on, which was like leaders talking about leadership. Um, Great. Of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the you know, b- basically having on like exclusively like university presidents. Or um, like chancellors, or you know whatnot, and and the quote that I have from him is, and and he's talking about like you know leading and like you know making change and whatnot. He's like, this is super not fun. In these roles, you must lead from courage because the resistance you're going to face is intense. It's profound, and it is potentially a fundamental threat to your longevity in the role. And you can't get that, let that get in the way of you doing the right thing.
0: What what is his idea of the right thing? Uh, (laughs) gutting funding. Yeah,
2: yeah. Or we must we must destroy the village to save it. Yeah. All right. Next slide.
0: I just like that idea of uh, we have a podcast where we have some uh, have some uh, wealthy uh, leaders come on and talk about how great they are. That sounds some jerk off talking about how he's a
2: student of the early American Republic. We should have him on and just boo him.
0: Oh, that would be a good one, if you could have some rich people on the podcast and then throw insults at them the whole time. Well, I mean, uh,
1: has 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 Michael Bloomberg yet donated for the Michael Bloomberg tier? That right? cheap bastard, uh, he not has gotten,
0: not. We've not gotten a Michael Bloomberg tier uh, Patreon like, subscriber Like, I forget, yet.
1: How, how much did you set that at? Because that's not that much for him. By $15,000 like
0: $15, a month for that's the nothing. Michael Bloomberg tier. Yes, and then we will say nice things about Michael Bloomberg on the podcast.
2: <sighs> Until he cancels his subscription, in which case we'll stop.
0: Yeah, well, no, then we take all the episodes down where we said nice things about Michael oh, Bloomberg. Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah. All
1: right, next slide. So uh, now I'm actually starting to get into, uh, like, the the real, like, issues and what's going on with Patchy. So uh, back in July of 2020, uh, the governor signed legislation... Uh, or signed Act 50, which was legislation that was passed uh, basically with the explicit purchase or the explicit purpose to create, expand, consolidate, transfer or affiliate an institution, except for IUP and Westchester, because both of them were not by name, you know, said that this and nothing like this would happen to them but by the population of students that they have. And it was something that definitely was like lobbied for by specific politicians and such to basically say, because this act, it's it's really not about creating anything. They're just using it for the purpose of consolidating institutions. And no one wanted IUP or Westchester to be consolidated.
0: Ah, well, <laughs> of course.
1: and And within it, right, Um, They basically they give the board the authority and they have this authority from three years after like, you know, three years after uh, July 2020. So, you know, currently this is like, you know, finalizing like year one of their authority. They have two more years to be able to do something like with it um, or else it will expire as well. I know uh, which is something that uh, definitely is annoying uh, from what I have like seen and heard is uh, that APSU, the faculty union, took more of a business approach to shaping this instead of actually trying to oppose it.
0: Ah, uh, yes, uh, business unionism—we love to yeah. see it, folks.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but and you know, to say so, this you know, this piece Act Fifty, it basically it they the chancellor and the board or really the chancellor, creates a plan to consolidate institutions, and he has to have a public comment period for not less than 60 days, and that the board, after that 60 days, will vote, and then it has to be two-thirds of the board that vote for it, so two-thirds of that 20. Um, And basically, the chancellor put forward a plan uh, on April 28th during a board meeting for this, and it was approved for public comment, there were two people who voted against it, a student and Representative Tim Briggs. And um, basically, then they had the public comment period, and I'll talk a little bit about that, and there is a board vote come July 14th slash 15th. Next slide. So the universities that they chose are the following. In the, as they call it, the Northeast, which I, I find is laughable, we have Mansfield, Lock Haven, and Bloomsburg becoming one university.
2: The schools have nothing to do with each other.
0: Would they have? Would they have still have separate campuses, or would they they merge into one?
1: No. So basically, they are. Basically, Bloomsburg would be designated in the Northeast as sort of like the main campus, and the other two would be satellites. Students. Are you know, depending on your program, you could be forced to take 25% of your classes online or remote or have to go to the university to take them. But they're saying we're expanding the program access at, let's say, like Lock Haven and Mansfield. They're basically, as they say, they like to say we are integrating, no, they are consolidating. So, um, and then in the west is Clarion, California, and Edinburgh.
0: I, I- I feel like the folks up in uh, the folks up at Edinburgh would not like to drive down to California University of Pennsylvania. We're all two separate sides to, uh, of the state to, to take that to, to take. I don't know uh, Calc one. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that's ridiculous. But um, but but of course the chancellor likes to try to say that you know it's only you know like this major or that major and you know whatnot. Um, which, you know, it, it is true that it's not every single one, but there are still a lot that are going to have 25 percent, which equals an entire year of your college experience that you would need like online classes for or potentially seemingly for a lot of programs. It seems like it's like. Your first two years, let's say you would take classes at Mansfield, and then you would have to, you know, potentially move to Bloomsburg or take classes online or, you know, whatnot for some of them. Um, but, yeah, you got to love it. Uh, next slide. So here, here's something which uh, th- this is this now happened like a while ago, but it was really funny. Um, basically, to try to talk about the integrations, as they call them um instead of having actual students try to talk about what integrations will mean and how it will better their lives um they they did like two draw my life videos well they actually had a third one that they didn't show but they had stephanie and keisha kill us
2: megatron yeah Yeah, exactly
1: that's why she's a student at kill us megatron (laughs) (laughs) I
0: it could be Kill Us Megatronics, home of Car Audio and Samurai Swords. <laughs> yeah, um, and more,
1: and more, buddy. Is, is Bumblebee around?
0: For more information, listen to the Liam's Van bonus episode. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> okay, and um, and I don't know who did this, but someone made Twitter accounts that were fake Keisha and fake Stephanie, and they had some kind of funny tweets. I give them props.
2: Redesigned state systems.
0: <laughs> so they, they did. They did these in like a cutesy, like uh, man drawing on whiteboard style. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Uh, even though the 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 result is clearly computer generated. Yeah. Um. That's that's incredible. My
2: tax um, dollars paid for this bullshit. Well, I was about <laughs> and to that's say. what,
1: and 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 I'll talk about it a little later, but. I I have sent right to know requests about certain things, and uh, I I'd be very interested to see how much money was spent on these. <laughs> um, so, all right, ne- next slide.
0: Here here's why this bad thing is a good thing. That's my favorite genre of yeah. uh, communications. Um
1: <laughs> So, um, now you might have heard the chancellor talk about, or you know, anyone talk about state system redesign, right? So state system redesign is something, as the chancellor says, has been happening like over time, right? It's something that even before he was, uh, you know, given the position of chancellor and when he was even like searching for the position, it was something the prior chancellor had like put into place, this idea that we need to redesign the system because, you know, basically um, way back when uh, Governor Corbett, you know, part of the reason why we have like such low funding is because Gover- Governor Corbett had slashed funding and, you know, then kept it stagnant for like however many years in a row. Uh, and, you know, not like Governor Wolf has fully really funded the state system, he's just given small increases, barely. The reason why I say that is because they are in what is called phase three of state system redesign. And it's the like all about the university integrations, which, as I say, it's consolidation. They literally right. say on the first page of the plan, consolidation. And then they say, we're using the term integration.
0: Well, I, um, but it's yeah, consolidation. Uh, uh, yeah, integration sounds good. It's like ending segregation as opposed to making a worse experience for students.
1: Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> uh, and, and, and that's what they try to frame it as. Um, because it's like the chancellor said, he's like, we're retooling. All of the student supports at these universities to make them better. Um, it's like, okay, just now you're, you're cutting. Um, so basically, with these university integrations, there has been a thing, you know, public comment, as I said, for 60 days, right? And they had public hearings, uh, which <laughs> there, there were four of them. The law mandated two, and the four of them were back to back on a Wednesday and Thursday. Of eight eight to nine thirty in the morning, and then four thirty to six.
0: Those seem pretty difficult to get to if you have a nine to five. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, it almost feels intentional. Yeah, you would think, and you know, it, it, it's almost intentional Perfect. that this is all happening over the summer after COVID, and students are not really on campus. Those uh, those
0: so meeting, you can't make those hearings if you work no. any of the standard three yes, shifts. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you got to love it. Um, and and also um, the, the chancellor, he originally created a five year sustainability plan, financial sustainability plan, which he then uh, shortened to a three year plan. Um, and basically, I would say that this financial sustainability and system redesign as a whole is what has led us to we like we integrate because we are not fully funded by the Republican legislature. Um, and the chancellor has continued over his couple of years to only ask, like, not even really demand from what I've seen him talk, only ask for 2% increases, which is just inflation. Um, right, right, but he right. wants $100 million for his state system redesign, uh, which recently Governor Wolf did just give like a one time, like 200 million, like right now he just gave 50 million and then he's giving another hundred and fifty over the next like three years, uh, you know, for stuff. But of course, it's not really going, as I always like to say, because I thought you guys did a really good job in talking about it, that just like with like public uh, transportation and infrastructure and such, we don't fund the day to day operations. We make nice new building and say, look, nice <laughs> new building. Right. We
0: made a but, nice new building. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and or do state system redesign and say, wow, we're doing great. Um. And a lot of people during these public comment hearings, which I spoke at every single one of them, uh, and there were over 100 people who spoke, um, you know, they they were very frustrated. Uh, There was one person who was for this plan, quote unquote, and literally someone later on sort of uh, picked apart what he said. And he was like, you know, the only thing that I heard that person say was right sizing. I come from business. I know what right sizing means. It means to cut. That's (laughs) what we're doing. Um, uh, it, it's well,
0: incredible yeah. when you have like a public hearing on something like this and 100% yeah. of the feedback is negative and they decide to do it anyway. Yeah. And, yeah
1: <laughs> and then, well, this, it's exactly what's happening because, you know, and, well, let me say this first and then I'll get into that. But, you know, the public comments as a whole that they've gotten, and this is a screenshot from like a while ago that they showed because the chancellor basically He he broke up the comments because you could either you know you could go to the public hearings, you can submit an email to Pashi, what is it, Uh, or sorry, public comment at Pashi like .edu, or you can fill out their survey on their website. And then they split up the comments, and now there've been I think 700, but this was originally at like a prior prior board meeting or yeah prior prior board meeting where uh, you can see he splits it up to plan actionable non-plan actionable, and then viewpoint comments. And as he said, he was like, you know, I, you know, th- th- those are viewpoint comments. You know, I, I really want actionable items, like things that I can take action on. <laughs>
0: right, well, you know, I, I would say a pretty actionable item would be don't do I'm it.
1: Just not fucking
0: doing it. Right. <laughs> uh, that, that's like, my, don't do that's it. That's my, and my as actionable I've said, comment.
1: Like, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and as I've said, just actually fight the legislature for more funding, like because he's not doing that At all. Um, But, you know, and and also I find it funny because these public comment hearings, um, you know, as we said, definitely not during good times or accessible. And they only had four over a 60 day period. Like, come on, you could do more than that. Um, But, you know, people were like, you know, pissed off. They, you know, continued to say like, vote no or delay the plan. Um, You know, it was like students, faculty, staff, you know, different community members. And you know that—that's pretty much what you heard. Uh, next slide. Um. And oh, wait, go back. I is going back. I'm <laughs> missing a slide. Uh, oh no. Oh. Oh, that's sad. If I am missing slide. So, uh, yeah, stay stay there then for a second. I, okay. I, I have some wonderful pictures, and I feel sad that they're not in there. But, um, uh, what, basically, at these public comment hearings, you were only given two minutes to speak. And then they ended up changing it to three minutes.
0: Hmm.
1: How noble. <laughs> yeah so kind um and uh of course, during the meeting, i we saw the Chancellor looking down probably at his phone or looking at different screens. We saw a university president from bloomsburg slash Lockhaven because they basically, for a couple of the universities that are slated for consolidation, they've kind of put like someone who's going to become in charge of like the whole thing. He was visibly on his phone, like you could see his phone in the zoom screen um Incredible. and someone else who was like looking off who was another university president go ahead to the next slide concerns
0: one thing you should do in zoom calls is just not have your screen um just just don't have a camera don't give don't that keep your my video strategy on that keeps me unimpeachable
1: <laughs> same same bud So so just a few of the concerns, uh, you know, people being fearful that it's a step closer to killing colleges, because basically only the legislature has the like expressed ability to be able to close an institution. However, with this, I'm fearful, as others are, that basically you're making these campuses branch campuses. And then like in a later date, they could probably be closed. Um, as well of you know the idea of major layoffs and you know the increasing of class sizes from 17.9 to 20.5 as like a whole system uh, from 2018 to 2023, uh, cutting and eliminating student services or moving some online uh, programs to be moved online, forced like cross campus. Uh, as well, they, they continue to say that there's like cost savings, but over five years. It's like it, it's going to save us like not even 19 million and it's going to cost
0: 25 million or something like that. That's a, that's a net, that's a net uh, cost in general. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, um, that's ridiculous. Now, yeah. Now, now, as the chancellor says um, it or sorry, yeah, the plan to cost 30 million. Sorry, I have it there. And then uh, we'll only save 18.5 for the first five years. Now, he says, oh, wow, there's continued cost savings over time. But like in five years, you can't even reap like anything from it um as well the ncaa and middle states still don't have decisions uh so like you know the ncaa we don't know whether or not athletes at the like integrating institutions will have their sport like within like that name and like have a separate like sport like almost like i I think at penn state don't they have um like if i'm not mistaken they have like separate teams for the different campuses yes they do yeah um and the Middle States is like an accreditation board for like higher education stuff and also for like other education things. And, you know, you haven't heard from them. Uh, it's going to kill rural communities. No guarantee of reducing tuition or the cost to students. Which is the whole point. Oh, yeah, exactly. well, I mean, I would argue it's not the point, but they are trying to make. No, but in their charter, it's provided. Oh, the yeah, exactly. Goal, As yeah. I said originally, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, but we now we now have an infinite source of non-dischargeable student loan uh, uh, funding. So yeah, uh, yeah it's okay. um, it, it 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 Honestly, when you think when you think about it, uh, just shoving all the cost onto the student costs the state nothing. So you know why not do it? Um,
1: <laughs> all right, um, and then what was it? Oh yeah, and then people just being concerned of whether or not they were actually being mm-hmm. listened to. As I like to say, I think we were listened to, but we weren't heard. Right. Like they they were not like they were there to, quote unquote, listen, but they didn't actually care to hear. Like after the first public comment hearing, the chancellor and the chairwoman basically said, like, you know, we we appreciate the feedback. And, you know, from this, we've learned that we need to do a better job at communicating and like had not heard well, it doesn't fucking
2: mean anything. Yes, exactly.
0: Well, and they, they did a great job of communicating. It's the things that they were communicating were bad.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't even think they were even communicating them well. But next slide. So, um, this is a report that was not commissioned by Pashi, but commissioned by the PA Budget and Policy, uh, right? PA Budget and Policy Center, um, it, at, from UMass Amherst. Woo! Oh, uh, dad. Yeah. Yeah. And um, basically, from uh, Perry, which is the Political Economy Research Institute, um, they had taken um, not what the plan was when it was like shown in April, but like what it seemed like that it was going to be in the continued financial sustainability and such, and basically outlined of how the institutions that are you know getting these cuts, especially um, are those uh, and the ones that are being consolidated are those with some of the highest poverty rates. So if you look, other than Cheney, the next six up are the ones that are actually being consolidated, and those have pretty high poverty rates for, like, higher than the average of PA, because I'm pretty sure the average is, like, 11.5 or 12.
0: And I like that, uh, you know, that the ones they were like, we're not going to consolidate these are, like, Westchester, right? And then... And IUP,
1: yeah. Yeah, Indiana, yeah. But, you know, so, sadness. Um, go ahead, next slide. So uh, then here uh, you can sort of see, as the chancellor likes to say, and I'll joke about this a little later, but uh, in the most recent emergency board meeting, um, he, he he was he was pissed people were using the terms layoffs or may, or like mass layoffs um, because he was like I want to use employment reductions. So in this, you know, in this they, they were kind enough to say employment reductions, and you can see that it's a total of 14% of Pashi. Holy shit! Yeah. Um, And and literally there was a I I think it was a meeting that AppScuff held or like some sort of like event thing just on Zoom and there was the president of the PA AFL CIO and he was like ah and you know Perry this report says it specifically but I'm just showing the graphs but you know he was like um yeah this is equivalent to like a plant closure or shift eliminations and you know many of these areas um and you know I mean you can see as well on the right slide. It sort of shows the induced versus the indirect uh, in terms of sort of like what else is going to result within these communities. Now, I forget which is which. I'm going to think that like indirect was the idea that um, they're going to like have less uh, needs like that. The university would like contract for. So let's say that they need paper. And then induced is like the idea that there's less students, faculty, staff. So they're not going to be going to like a local like, you know, coffee shop or, you know, whatnot.
2: And for Mansfield specifically
1: that I mean, that school is in the middle of nowhere. That's a that's a Uh, death blow.
0: I was about to say, yeah.
1: And that's what it is for many of these institutions. I mean, like they're the ones and, and, you know, in like a slide or two, I'll show it. But they're the ones that are really like the major employers for a lot of the like the counties. Um, but, you know, as well, the it, you know, the report says that PASHI is to experience a roughly 11 percent budget cut as of 2023 relative to 2019, you know, from everything that's happening. And it's also interesting because of the fact that, you know, <laughs> we, we are eliminating 1500 jobs from like 20, you know, 18 or 2019 to 2023. And uh, there are portions of uh, <laughs> there, there are parts where we're cutting more than a hundred percent like personnel in the sense that non-personnel budget is growing, but we're cutting like more staff to like, you know, fund that. Um, kind love that.
0: Does this mean there will finally be enough chalk?
1: Maybe. <laughs> I don't, I don't the think only, I've seen, holy... <laughs> wait, uh, no, I have seen chalk at Westchester. Yeah. Uh. Um, but yeah and and also to say that you know, I know that the President of APSCUF, uh, which is the faculty union, had said this that you know during a lot of these like you know forced retirements or you know like even like actual layoffs, that you know people were ending up without health insurance because of you know the retrenchment incentives that they were given um because they were like, oh, I yeah, it's right, you know it's it was the, before the pandemic, and they were like, oh yeah, I could get like a retirement incentive' Um, so I'm gonna take that, and then pandemic hits, and it's like, oh wait, I might be without health insurance now. Um, so gotta love that.
0: Next it's slide. incredible that, you know, we have a we have a democratic gubernatorial ship, and we're just like, planning on, yeah, everything's gonna get worse, it's just yeah. gonna yeah. keep getting yeah. worse. It's totally and, planned, And we're yeah. planning for that. And they just that. don't give
2: a
1: shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing shit run like a business. Uh, yeah. 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 So speaking of business, uh, I do have Trump uh, because you're fired. You fired.
0: Get out of my office.
1: (laughs) So, so this, um, so this slide is just like another graph from this report, and it's sort of if you've ever heard of the Worker Adjustment and Retraining Notification, which is like the WARN Act. uh, Basically, they're supposed to help warn communities when mass layoffs are happening. And Perry actually compared, you know, what these communities were going to face, along with um, you know, from like worn layoffs, like basically employers reporting like how many people that they're, you know, cutting over the previous decade. And for a couple of these areas, this is like the m- like biggest layoff or like, you know, biggest employment reduction, as the chancellor likes to say, that these communities are facing, which is insane.
0: That's that's uh, that, that's a lot of people losing their jobs.
1: Yeah. And yeah, that's, yeah.
0: That's, that's not good.
1: Go ahead. Next slide.
0: Folks, nobody cares about the University of Pennsylvania system. I mean, system Indiana. Than look at
2: I that. Do. That's forty-four yeah. <laughs> percent. That's insane.
1: All the, yeah, they are, they Gloria, they are the being and they're not even being consolidated. Right.
0: Listen, I went I went to the University of Pennsylvania, the Philadelphia University of Pennsylvania.
1: Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so as well, they sort of showed uh, in this report that it's actually going to be uh, hurting uh, more. Women who are faculty, uh, because they are primarily, you know, or more likely to be, you know, people who are without tenure, um, you know, as well as I would assume that like other marginalized populations, in a sense, would, you know, be facing this at higher rates, right? Um, it's just this yes. uh, report sort of looked at it just in that way, and then also because Pashi, um, there, you know, is is you look at the bottom, or is it? I think it says, no, that's the. Oh, I, I think it's on a prior, like, or another slide, but um, that basically the gender composition of, like, students, it, like, you know, I know at Westchester that it's more, like, women than men, um, but, yeah. Next slide. Yes. So, um, to briefly say, uh, I helped sort of start a group uh, called pathy Defenders. We are fighting for a fully funded state system of free public higher education, uh, you know, yeah. like, Truthfully, like you know, I want college for all. Not like I think it's necessarily going to happen at the state level. Like I, I definitely think it's going to happen federally, but at some point, hopefully, you can see that. But you know, eliminate tuition, uh, and you know, we want to prevent state system redesign, slash consolidation, and increase patchy state funding. Uh, you know, we've been having weekly meetings, uh, some different calls, uh, rallies, uh, petition, um, as well as some social media pressure, right to know letters that I sent. Uh, which are definitely interesting. Uh, I've attended some of the public hearings, and also, uh, you know, we will be trying to attend the vote. Uh, so, gotta gotta do what we gotta do. And you know, it's it's students, faculty, staff, allies. Um, it's 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 fun. At least try to be. Um, next slide. Okay. So. Um, this i as i'll preface this is uh the picture on the right is what got me to sort of first uh be connected with liam because if you notice i am wearing well there's your problem shirt
2: (laughs) thank you for buying our stuff thank you for buying our merchandise you too can buy our stuff
1: you're welcome (laughs) um but yeah so uh yeah so this was a rally that we had uh now like you know, a while ago, um, but in Westchester, and we've sort of been continuing to have them, like along with uh, PSL, which is the Party for Socialism and Liberation. Um, and we were specifically trying to target, and you might be able to see her in like the middle picture on the right, uh, Chester County Commissioner Moskowitz, um, because she actually, while being Chester County Commissioner, she is on the board of governors. Um, And, you know, she came, she actually spoke with us. I had a phone call with her. Um, She said that she was willing to, you know, talk to people. I I think that it was more of like trying to say that than necessarily do it. Um, But anytime that I've tried to get like a meeting with her and like some students and faculty or whatnot, um, she sort of has been like, you know, send your comments to the board. It's like, wow, thanks. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, super helpful. Exactly. Um, and go ahead, next slide.
0: Alright.
1: Okay. Ah, darn it. Yeah, Now, well, What I sent you is definitely, like, the other prior report, or whatever one that you pulled up. Um, no, go to the next line. slide.
0: Okay. Uh, well, this is the last one after this is safety. Third. It is.
1: Okay, wait. Get the, yeah. Then go back to the prior slide. Okay. Is, um, so... Uh, what I'll mention is, and you can see it on the left, uh, in the left picture, so there's sort of a banner. Um, we, we've we gone to each of the six universities that are slated for consolidation. Uh, so a few weekends ago, uh, you know, I went and some others, we went to Bloomsburg, then Lock Haven, then Mansfield. We actually got like 40 to 50 people at Lock Haven, which was pretty good. Nice. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, What was I thinking to myself? Uh, The prior weekend, I was not able to go, uh, but uh, some people went to uh, the Western side. So California, Clarion, uh, Edinburgh, um, and did get some good showing and even got some coverage uh, from uh, CBS, uh, like a CBS affiliate, um, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, But to also mention, right. Uh, of some of the things uh, that the chancellor has said most recently, because they recently had an emergency board meeting, which was to appoint two new students to the board. And then uh, also to have an integration workshop, which basically was the chancellor trying to like cover up everything that's going on and say like, Oh yeah, look at the good things we're doing. Yeah. Um, Mm. um, Yeah. Um, You know, as he specifically said, he was like, the, these aren't layoffs; they're employment reductions. No, they're fucking layoffs. Yep. And and then uh, and then I loved this because I I got a a funny tweet I think out of it. I forget exactly what I tweeted, but he 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 said twice. He was like, "Facts matter." At least they do to me.
2: Oh god, dude. Yeah. Okay. Facts matter. That's why. That's why they're fucking layoffs, dude. Yeah. You don't like fucking. You don't need to dress it up. I mean, I get like. The way you see it, you're just doing your job, which is to fuck people over because that's all your job's ever been, but like at least be I like don't piss on my head and tell me it's raining, sort of deal. Yes. yeah,
1: yeah,, but um you know, and, and also to uh, and you know I, I feel sad that this slide isn't up, but I, I find it very funny. So from the first uh public comment hearing, uh, i I spoke, um, and I in the summer, I usually cut grass for a bit. And uh, I, I decided to listen in on my headphones uh, instead of listening to podcasts or things while cutting. And, uh, and then I made a comment. And my comment got me uh, sort of an article that was framed around my comments uh, where it says grad student cutting lawns to pay off college debt gives officials a lecture on PA State University mer- mergers. Um, it's in the PA Post-Gazette. I find it kind of funny because it says... From an undisclosed lawn, <laughs> yeah, I
2: like um,
1: yeah. So I don't know. It was it was just kind of funny, and I I, I did say something which like became a quote, which uh, I was glad was cutting grass, just like you're cutting public higher education. Um, zing, but, yeah, right. zing. Um, and you know, and also to reiterate again of just like you know some other concerns and things briefly is uh, currently, uh, you know, I, I had seen an article that the NCAA uh, s- still is missing information from the state system about things. Uh, so with that communication that they said that they were going to do better with, that's a good one. Um, gotta love that. And then also, you might hear the chancellor or the governor or others uh, say that there has been an enrollment uh decline of, I forget what they say, I think like 21% or something. Now, conveniently, that's over the past 10 years. And yes, there's been an enrollment decline over the past 10 years. And as I will reiterate again, that's because college is not as affordable as it was, even though that's the mission of Pashi. Wow. Um, But... If you actually look at enrollment from the year 2000, which was at about 96,000 students and enrollment in 2019, which was 95,800, according to Wikipedia, um, that's roughly the same amount of enrollment, like, and that's like, you know, pre-COVID in a sense. And yet our funding has decreased by over 30%. Um, so, you know, them saying that we need to right size, like, is absurd. It's just the chancellor does not want to fight for more funding. He doesn't want to actually fight the legislature. He specifically was asked a question by like a Republican rep, I think, around like, oh, well, the school in my district, IUP, is facing a lot of cuts because other universities, which are smaller and are not making a profit, um, are, you know, IUPs having a hold, you know, like having to like make cuts for those universities to survive. And then the chancellor's like, you know. You're right. And you know what? If my state system redesign and such doesn't work, I'm going to come back here. I'm going to dissolve the system. And then he had to, like, write an apology letter and stuff saying, like, that's not what
0: I was saying. That's not what I was saying. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah. I, if you were if you were doing I mean, the thing is, like, the system doesn't need to contract. The system needs to expand. There's about there's at least 48 more universities they have to build Um, for, for Wyoming University of Pennsylvania. uh rhode island university <laughs> of pennsylvania um let me get uh kansas university of pennsylvania right i've heard of that so on one. and so forth um wow just to continue to confuse people um
1: yeah <laughs> but and 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 sort of um you can go to the next slide because i'll sort of wrap up gotcha. with this but um so uh This was uh, something that I had had, uh, previously of things uh, were like some of the dates of like there were council of trustees meetings, public hearings. That was like a while back. But, um, you know, to sort of get folks in the know, as I'll remind them again, the board vote of this is July 14th and 15th. I have called their office. I have tweeted at them and have been like, is there public comment? Do you have an agenda of the thing? They're like, we will get that to you as soon as possible or like, yeah, or whatever they want to say. Um, and yet for the emergency board meeting that they had, they uh, notified people on Sunday. Yet I had seen an email that like some, someone who works with me, cause I I'm a graduate assistant. Um, they got an email like a while back saying that there was going to be a meeting on June 30th. They never publicized it until like the weekend right before it's like, you don't communicate you really don't um so we got to love that um but yeah also i called their office and then i got transferred to a number that was a retired staff member nice jesus christ just why just <laughs> please um yeah so you, you got to love it but you know please i encourage everyone out there um you know if if you can or will to follow patchy defenders on twitter it's At Defenders Patchy. We also have like a Facebook, Instagram, uh, and we're, you know, trying to like tweet out things, keep people in the know. Um, As well, I highly encourage folks to uh, call their own like local representatives and elected officials to urge them to make statements. I know that the like Council of Trustees, I think the California Council of Trustees put out a statement, or maybe it was Clarion, uh, where they were saying, We are against this plan. This needs to be delayed. I know. Uh, that some of the House Democrats in the PA legislature uh, wrote a letter urging like a one-year delay and, uh, you know, so on. But, like, please do that. Please also just, like, annoy and call the governor's office and say that he should vote no and that he's not actually the education governor that he wants to be. Yes. Yeah, things like that. Uh, but you gotta, you gotta love it. Um, but, yeah, I think that's it.
0: Woohoo. Um, Woohoo. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Um, yeah. S- save Pennsylvania education. Yeah,
1: um, please.
0: All right. This, please. We we don't we don't have Alice here, so here here's Alice. Liam, you have to do you do the safety third guitar riff.
2: Don't shake hands with danger. No, no,
0: I was gonna I was gonna do the shake hands with danger while you did the guitar riff. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Yeah. Let's try that again. Okay. Am I going? Yeah, you you, yeah. you
1: go. do don't shake
0: hands with danger. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We have a segment on this podcast called Safety Third, right, yeah I was supposed to do that beforehand.
2: Yeah. Real professional.
0: We're doing, we're doing great. This podcast is completely falling apart without Alice.
2: <laughs> I know. It's fine, let's just get this over
0: with. Oh my god. I came across your podcast because YouTube told me I'd probably like it. So far WTYP has passed my utterly subjective three-point eyes-uh-ears-nose inspection. Here's one for What are you 63. doing with your nose, bud? Uh, I I don't know. You can smell you know, this podcast.
2: Oh, uh, thank God, because I <laughs> fucking reek right now, dude. Uh,
0: <laughs> in the mid '90s, I briefly worked for a small rebar fabrication company in my hometown. My job as rebar tossing FNG was in the fabrication portion of the facility, an environment covered in the flecks of steel viscera from. Sh- from shaking, cutting, and bending the bars of material, the accumulated dirt and grime from years of this cinder block room being opened to the in- industrial lubricants and the elements and musty Midwestern air. Mounted about 25 feet above the main work floor were two heavy lift cranes, one that was relatively new and one that was clearly quite old, uh, of indeterminate age. My guess was 30 years at the time, but nobody really knew because it was there before they all showed up. The older unit, which was rated to lift heavier loads than the newer one, had periodic problems with the rotating drum for the lifting cable losing its braking power, such that when it lifted loads at even a quarter of its capacity, the load would start dropping back down, forcing whoever was operating it to keep tapping the up button to keep the load in the air. All good. Yes. That's fine. Being that the company was small and only operated with a small staff of draftsmen by today's standards, the fabrication crew was similarly small and understaffed, having to operate two eight-hour shifts, six to four and four to midnight, each day. Uh, so I guess, I guess some of them could have made those pashi meetings then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, the crane would need a periodic fixing, and we had only one unlicensed guy who knew how to do it. Or at least knew how to make it work normally for a few weeks until it needed fixing again. Surely this situation was a result of the owner not seeing a professional fix as necessary on such an old unit, and if the problem could be corrected by one of us with enough know-how and lack of concern for personal safety. You know, there's no safety harnesses attached to anything on this to perform the work 25 feet in the air on a tall, leaning ladder braced only against the crane's body. Um, anyway. Did I mention that in addition to the crane's drums' brakes not working, the brakes on the wheels used to move the crane longitudinally through the building also chronically did not work? Or that one end of the building had a, uh, a minor but visually perceptible slope to it? Oh boy. (laughs) Oh boy. Well, this this crane finally got bad enough that the foreman told our tech to fix the crane's drum. The foreman, knowing this person's pig-headed personality especially about the things he was the only expert available for, told him how to position the crane and the ladder he'd be climbing so the unsafe work could be done as safely as possible. By putting the crane down at the sloped end of the building, where the crane would be resting against the stops to cancel out any rolling, and the latter could be assured of at least, uh, that as a bracing at the top. Note should be taken here that this tech, that tech is in quotes, had performed this fixed operation before, and even still, the foreman was reminding him, a person who had been working there for at least a few time, a few years by the time I took the job, how to do this as safely as possible, as the OSHA flouting environment allowed. The tech, instead, Uh, chose to position the crane over the pass-through truck bay, which also happened to be very close to where the building slope began. To add plus-two difficulty to his task, he decided to place the ladder against the crane in the direction it would roll away from should should it begin moving while he was up there. He moved the crane into position, proceeded to get the ladder up, and once he felt it was safe, B began climbing. The foreman continued about his work, a look of I-told-you-so already creeping into his facial expression. Now I, being all of 19 years old at this point, watched anxiously as I continued about my work at my station. Right on cue, as the tech got about two-thirds of the way up, the crane's wheels began moving towards the slope, a sensation he felt in the ladder's shifting orientation. He immediately tried scooting down the ladder, but by the time he got even one step down, the ladder was braced only against oxygen. As the crane slammed into the stops, and gravity pulled the ladder with him, on a uh, to horizontal against concrete and steel filth. <laughs> he lucked out with only a broken leg and knowledge he had barely missed being impaled by an 18-inch section of number five bar. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> which was sticking straight up through the rungs of the ladder he was positioned over. It, rebar impalements are not nice, because, you know, they get that blunt end. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I imagine this is not an environment where they put rebar caps on there. <laughs> um, but obviously, it was out for weeks afterwards, likely getting workman's comp, while putting more strain on the rest of us already working those 8-12 to 12 hour, 8-hour shifts, uh on 6 days out of 5 days a week <laughs> this anecdote would be one of the few cases on your show where at least some personal responsibility on the part of the task individual should have been involved to prevent the outcome and maybe one where the boss man had more sense than the guys under him anyway one more time it's
2: going
1: to happen so. yes yeah uh, not the case uh, for pastry though
0: signed anonymous wage slave the 3rd junior wow heck of a name. Yes. So, uh, Moral of the story, don't put a ladder up against an unbraked overhead crane. Well, I was safety third.
1: Dun, 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 dun. Shake
0: hands with danger. Okay. Our, our next episode is on the Tacoma Narrows Bridge. Does anyone have commercials before we go?
1: Uh, I will plug again Apache Defenders yes. at DefendersPashi on Twitter. Yep. Uh, and then also, we'll put the links in the description. We'll
0: put the yes. in the description.
1: Uh, as well, just to say, if you want to b- bother the governor, his phone number is 717 787 2500. Please do that at your earliest convenience. Always
0: a good idea to bother the governor. Yeah.
1: Um, Suck it, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> And, and lastly, I will say, um, I also have a podcast with my best friend, which we probably will be talking more about Pashi and such and keeping folks in the know even after like this vote. Uh, so if you ever want to listen to non-applicable, you can find us on Spotify, uh, what else? Anchor, Apple Podcasts.
0: Everywhere fine podcasts are sold.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yes. go listen to Lions Led by Donkeys. Yes. Listen uh, to Kill James Bond. I just listened to some of it. Listen to Trash Future. Yes. All right. That's enough. All Bye, right, everybody. All right, all right.
0: We did We did it. We, right. we did a podcast. Bye.